Welcome, everybody, to Uncle to Uncle, the first podcast to take place in a king-size bed on the Brett Michaels Rock of Love tour bus. I'm your main host, Franklin, and I am joined by the coolest uncle of my whole world, Uncle Howard. Uncle, tell your fans not to ask dumb cues. Ask your fans to drink the booze. Drink it down all the way, Uncle. That an original? No, that's Mother. <laughs> I know that one. Yeah, I knew. Oh, uh, you were you were giving our time. Last thing I did not know. Last thing I did, I was like, "What well, the fuck is this man doing?" You know, it's something. I, you know, I'm I'm tonally challenged. It's very difficult for me to sing on tone. Too. Yeah. I don't even know what it's called. Yeah, See, I don't that's know either. My brother, you know, I, I the only key that I can keep is the keys to my palatial estate that I live in in my Maserati. The only keys I can keep are the uh, the keys to Brett Michaels' heart right there, and uh, he promised to hand them over to the right person. And it might be Rodeo, it might be Heather, hell, it might even be Daisy. We don't even know yet, huh? Could be any of these beautiful women in the Rock of Love bus. When you hand over those keys to Brett, is it going to look a lot like when Slash hands over the wedding ring to Axl Rose in the November <laughs> Rain video? <laughs> <laughs> it would be a lot like that. It will be a lot like that. A- Axel's like, oh shit, where's the wedding ring? And then uh, Slash, he's so cool, man. He's always <laughs> got it figured out. He's just sitting back there with his big top hat on, his sunglasses pulled low, low over his nose. He just puts up his finger, and it's on his hand. Because yeah. in a lot of ways, Axel's going from marrying a uh, Slash to marrying a oh, what was her name, Miguel, in that video? I don't think she had a name. Did she have a name? I mean, I know well, she. I know the, the actress. actress. Had a, okay, yeah. I, I don't. I mean, okay. Granted, this was like a twelve-minute music video. Yeah. So, so don't I, you think I, that you need some Mexlex? Everybody <laughs> needs some Mexlex. Stephanie Seymour. That a joke from something? I don't know. That I just I sounds what it sounds like what they say in the song, man. I don't know. Just just get out of my way. I'm you're like, you're, off you're, like you're doing a joke for like Mad TV in ninety in ninety two or something. People love the references from ninety two. They do love the references from ninety two, <laughs> man. Okay, yeah, yeah, I know. You're Slash in the barn and on his like yeah, five minute uh, guitar solo, that, like that a uh, helicopter shot. Yeah, that's over. dope, man. Hey, they're renting, hey, they're renting a helicopter for that. We've talked about the when it starts raining at the wedding, that guy just dives right on through the cake. <laughs> We're talking about music videos now. I think this will go over real well. 1992. Man, I think this will go over real well. Describing hey, music okay. videos. Everybody right now, pause the podcast. <laughs> go watch the November Rain video. It's like 12 then, minutes, yeah. man. That's like a podcast yeah. in its own right. <laughs> oh man, that was the first podcast. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Because Axel plays the piano and he's wearing his dressiest bandana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> you know, that's my favorite music video of all time, man. Enemy of the show, joke man, loves that. You know, Guns and Roses. I think all, all throughout high school, he says, "You know, they're coming back." You know, like my freshman year, I think he was like telling me they were coming back. All the way to like my senior years, like you know, there's rumors. I'm like, I'm like, joke man, we're graduating now, man. It ain't gonna happen. Do you think if they get back together in time, they're gonna play at the graduation? Yeah. Oh, what if they did? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the part where somebody jumps on the cake, though. I guess I'll have to look it up. I know we've talked about that at some point before. It, it, you know, it, it's, they're having this beautiful wedding ceremony. Everyone's all rocking mm-hmm. out, drinking champagne, and smoking cigarettes like you would at a Guns N' Roses uh, mm-hmm. wedding And then it starts to rain, and everyone starts running inside all afraid. And then this one guy does a complete... Uh, Elio de Santo body splash, right? No, he does a high fly flow, I would say. A high fly flow. Right through the wedding cake to get away from the rain. He would rather (laughs) just be covered in cake. Uh Uh-huh. I'm I'm watching it right now. I'm watching I'm at the seven-minute mark. If anybody at home wants to join me. (laughs) I just saw it now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You've got an alive Uncle Franklin reaction to the uh, to the cake dive. The cake dive. He solar man, blocks that's... the cake. He did not want yeah. to be wet a second. Lo- that cake could have. No, the cake couldn't have been salvaged. It could not have been salvaged. Okay. No, no, there's no way that cake was old news. It's at seven minutes. You say I got it. It's a six fifty nine mark. You get a clear shot of 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 this. It, oh, it's God. one of the most incredible wrestling maneuvers I've ever seen. The man, could have got, the man could have easily got around. This is like that, six feet long, this table. That's the sort of dodging you do to get away. I hate to Of a gunshot. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say an active shooter, you get away <laughs> with that kind of jump. You don't want to. Jesus. Rain. Act like you've, you've never been rained on before. Like people are knocking. Oh, man. He just goes ham through there. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the best acting jobs I've ever seen. This is probably the best movie. Did it win an Oscar? This is not a movie, though. It's just a long music video. Well, I don't know where you're following this. She, he gets married to her, and then she dies, and then slashes smoking axles wearing glasses. It's gotten one billion plays on YouTube. <laughs> well, almost. It's got 1.5 billion views. Damn, yeah, you know, you know what's cooler than one billion plays on YouTube? <laughs> 1.5 billion. <laughs> Donald hey, Trump made me watch this in the Oval Office. These are the com- these comments are whack. Oh man! Sometimes, oh look, Axel's smoking in church because that's respectful. Not Axel Slash, rather Slash is always smoking though. You can't ask him not to. Are we really doing this, man? Okay, we'll stop. Well, it's too exciting though. Oh, look at those. It is. I paused right. it right there. I, I legitimately paused it on that on that portion there. I think I don't use I don't normally use photos for our show anymore, but uh, I think yeah. I will this time. Yeah, you got to get that guy diving through the cake, bro. <laughs> oh, man. So how have you been, Uncle Howard? Hey, I never you ask you that on the show. I always ask before. You, you know what? You do always ask before, and I always answer after. But if everyone <laughs> wants to know how I'm doing, well, Yeah, I give got... us the inside scoop. How you doing? <sighs> Not so good these days. You mm. know you know how um, um, my friend... Uh, he's the president. I don't really like him that much as the president, but I love him as a friend, Donald Trump. You know, okay, he's so you meant me. Oh, well, 
that is the thing actually that I was going to say is, you know how Miguel Nunez say the worst, the greatest threat in the United States is its own president. (laughs) Yeah. I I know. I do know what Miguel Nunez says about that. Yeah. Well, I hate to say it, but I think the greatest threat to the Buzzcast network is its own president. (laughs) Fuck you, man. (laughs) Fuck you. How dare you bring in the talented Miguel A. Nunez Jr. into a slander on me? He's he's privately expressed to me that he's very concerned about some of the things he's seen. <laughs> For those that don't know, Miguel A. Nunez Jr., uh, he was on the sh- the sitcom Joey. Let's see the shitcom Joey. Fuck word. I thought that was funny. Um, he was on the sitcom Joey. He was on kick. He was in Kicking It Old School with Jamie Kennedy. He Whoa. started in Juana Man. He's been in a bunch of movies. Um, so and he reposts the same photo of uh, of Donald Trump every day on Twitter and on the uh, Washington Times. And Numbnuts found his uh, Yelp reviews the other day. Why are you serious? Numbnuts. Numbnuts found me his the Yelp reviews. I, I don't even want to like, I don't want to put Miguel Nunez out there. I mean, that that's his business. I don't, well, he's public. He's making it public though, but he has, yeah. he really trashes fucking Taco Bell on one of them. <laughs> he trashes Taco Bell. He gets it one star. I'd be curious to see his review of Los Angeles grocery store chain Ralph's considering he was arrested for shoplifting from them recently. <laughs> that's pretty cool though that's a cool thing that's a that is a damn cool crime it, it, does, it doesn't sound like he was real it doesn't sound like he was really shoplifting it sounds like he got sick of waiting in line so he just left that sounds that's 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 fine that's almost you know like that's almost just a slap on the wrist that's almost nothing yeah i mean you're not even saying hey you know he's he waited in line he didn't like it he left <laughs> yeah. that's, his, that's his freedom mm-hmm yeah you know, this guy once told me he was eating a, a goddamn, uh, you know, a little Debbie snack in line at CVS. The line was taking forever and he finished it and he says, hey, man, <laughs> you don't have to pay for it if you finish it in line. And he left. Whoa. <laughs> Randy can vouch for this story. Oh, yeah, that's right. You've, you've told me that story before. Told the story before. That makes a lot of sense. I think he meant I think he, I, I I really want to get Randy's confirmation here, uh, but I think this guy mentioned that he just came back from having a threesome as well. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> then that works up a powerful hunger. <laughs> so, yeah. So, this guy, he, he, I don't want to doubt him, but he looked just like, you know, looked a little rough around the edges. I don't want to jump to, and that's fine. But uh, he mentioned having a threesome, and uh, and then he ate a little Debbie snack and didn't pay for it. Not snitching. I'm not saying who it was. I don't My even brother, know. Who. I don't want to. I don't want to get you too off track here. But I discovered something that really is going to tie everything in recent uncle to uncle history together. What's up, <clears throat> Miguel A. Nunez Jr. played in a apparently very early version of the Power Rangers from 1986. They had a show called Bio Man. He played. Uh, the green bio man, so basically the green ranger. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow, the green ranger, like Tommy. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, but they don't know that reference, so they do. We talked about it, a we while just, yeah, ago. but okay, but nobody's gonna remember the fucking Lincoln Park 
everybody remember sound off in the comments if you remember. sound off in the comments yeah sound off if you remember uncle howard talking about a lincoln park tommy from power rangers music video yeah i think that i was very video yeah it was really well done i know we keep talking they sync the lyrics real well you know there's a part where the song was like in the end and the ranger goes like muscle move now yeah no i know and then it's like acting like i was part of your property and it was like mentioning goldar yeah god damn it it. i don't want to let's stop recording i'm done i'm done i'm really this is what, this is a new level. We're talking about music videos. This is are we Howard Stern now? That that we we're we're no longer. We can't be an audio show anymore. We're not capable of this. What was their little robot's name? Like Beta Three Five. He was Beta as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> do or do we not have traditions? Oh yeah, we have traditions here in the king size bed on the Rock of Love bus, don't we? Mm-hmm. <laughs> And that tradition is we like to watch some fine cinema right before we go to bed. Uh, it's been tough on me since I, I, I work now. You know? Yeah, I know. You're tired every day. You say, uh, dude. They say extreme sleep deprivation is the same as uh, being like, extraordinarily intoxicated. <laughs> Who can tell? Not by me. Hey, I've, had, I've had two beers and I can't make <laughs> my words go together. It's not that. <laughs> in in that case. Three in the mm-hmm. morning reading uh uh comic book reader.com articles about Darth Vader. <laughs> yeah. I feel that. I I really do feel that and uh I I don't know, man. I haven't worked in a while, you know? I mean, yeah. I've worked, don't get me wrong, but now like man, they got like expectations. I really got to just put it put in that work and it's going to get worse once I have to go back physically. You yeah. know? So, oh. Man, not- you gotta just get on the tenure track, and then you never get fired. You get start making that. Paper. Yeah, that involves like thirty years of work or some bullshit. <laughs> exactly, my thoughts exactly. So uh, I'm never gonna work for thirty years at one job. That's impossible. That's that's his god. <laughs> yeah, that's just grim. I don't even want. To I'm just the kind of guy that gets fired, you know. Hmm. So, so, what mood you pick? Franklin, I picked a very funny movie. <clears throat> oh boy. It's, it stars America's sweetheart, Reese Witherspoon, along mm-hmm. with Admiral Holdo herself, Laura Dern. Now that's one Admiral I'd let give me a spanking. No, no, let me go in your place. I wouldn't want you being hurt. <laughs> oh, I insist. <laughs> now, this movie is not just so good that, uh, that I think it's hilarious, it's funny, it's heartwarming. But also, Witherspoon and Dern both received noms, nom-noms, for the 87th Academy Awards. Oh, boy. This movie's called Wild. It's very, very funny. So, Reese Witherspoon plays a heroin addict. And how crazy is that? Like Very. Reese Witherspoon, a heroin addict. Come on. Then her mom dies. Is there anything more ridiculous? So what did she decide to do? She goes on a hike of the length of the Pacific Crest Trail and she encounters danger and cruelty every step of the way. It is a riot. This isn't white people actually do. Uh, encounter 
heroin? Yes. No, no. I mean, like, oh, you know, I'm going to go on a spiritual journey here and well, find I, myself. Is I that recently went on a spiritual journey, which you can see footage of at patreon.com. You did. So this, 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 this is something white people do. Well, hey. If I, I don't know if it's like, look, Fred Savage, uh, Wonder Years, the last season, I think he's like, I'm just going to go drive out and find myself. And he and did. He did. And he uh like the mole. <laughs> he did. He did find himself. He find himself as a mole. That's beautiful, Uncle Howard. And then uh Joe McMillan found himself in uh Halt and Catch Fire. And now <laughs> okay, Halt and Catch Fire. It's a very popular AMC show from 2014. Well, I'm sorry, I'm hey, trying to bring a new audience in, not from 1992. A- a- AMC is at the uh do you sit in a richly leathered mahogany chair when you watch that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, with a cup holder. It's not going to meerschaum pipe. Okay. So I was just wondering, I mean, what, like, is this something that, like, I think no, this is dangerous. I, I don't think white people you know, actually do this, but it might inspire them. It might inspire I, them to do I, this. I, as a white person, have been sworn never to reveal the white person secrets, but what I mean, I'm pretty white. So I don't, I, I, hey. I, I don't feel comfortable saying all the time that like yeah, white people, yeah, I'm pretty yeah, white. You speak more Spanish than me. And that's all that matters. That's sure. Well, it's probably kind of touch and go. Yeah. <laughs> I think my vocabulary just for like random objects. might. I lost it, man. I really lost it. It's the first oh. language I learned. Oh, but now that means poor little guy. Yeah. Now, mama. Malo. <laughs> Mama, 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 Milo. What's that mean? <laughs> I think it means jerk me off. <laughs> yeah, like I think it's like. <laughs> wait, no, mama is like to press me. It's just like mama, Milo means jack me <laughs> off, dude. Well, it basically means like suck my tits, but I guess jacking off because there's translation differences. Okay. Yeah, all all us white people, man. I'll tell you something. We this is a secret, uh, and you know we've it, it's like a. It, well, mama just means suck. Um, so, but I think it means like related. Maybe it means suck my dick. I don't know. I don't. I don't yeah, really remember. Yeah. Hey. Anyway, the thing is, you know, we all have to go on our spiritual quest. You know, everyone says, "Oh, it's it's appropriative when white people talk about their spirit animals." But why do you think white people always have spirit animals, Queen? Well, you know what? I would say you're something of a spiritual gangster. Oh man, I wish I was. <laughs> My favorite sweater slash God knows what else bumper sticker. I'm a spiritual gangster. Spiritual gangster. Uh, what's that other one? Was like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I, I love to go to yoga and listen to gangster rap or some. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yoga and gangster rap, and then, yeah, then there were all those like things. yoga, coffee, and gangster rap. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> you know, like Pinot Noir and. Go into the bar. I don't know. Sure. Well, all right. So I see here she tried to numb her pain with heroin and anonymous sex here. Well, would it, it couldn't have felt um, better if she knew who the people she was having sex with were. But this yeah. is the thing that's very unrealistic because it shows her having sex with a lot of people. And we know that about six is the top end. That's, that's a lot. I know. I mean, anonymous sex, huh? Wow. For all I know, I might have been one of them. I don't. I can't say. I can't say that I. I. I know I wasn't. It could have been. Well, I could have been one of them. 
some of those crazy, hazy, lazy nights of summer where you just pounding down the cold. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It could have been, you know, you feel a hand reaching over you. You don't know whose hand it is. And you're just saying, all right, give me the hand sex. Do you remember when you were just a kid being at like a concert and you'd, people would be all smushed together and you'd be like, hey, that girl like put her hand on my arm for a second. Like, that's cool. I'll tell my friends later. <laughs> I wish I wish I could act like this wasn't a thing that I could relate to. I really do. I really wish I could say like, wow, you're a loser, man. That's something that happened. You're like, like no, I I recall full and well, you know, having you're those like, feelings. Dude, of, I, I'm not I'm not trying to brag, but like that girl briefly got like pushed towards me. <laughs> Just even asking me what time it is is still like, oh my god, <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah. Oh my god, like, dude, like, that girl asked if I could give her a dollar. Could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> man well great thing we're not losers anymore huh buddy yeah. man did you no <laughs> you don't have any <laughs> god well that was that was the old us huh yeah cheers to the old us Jews mm -hmm. to the bold bus and anyway the gold bus because don't go to school everybody uh, no god no please yeah, this Please. movie is very, very funny. Um, one of the <laughs> one of the best things about it is that uh, Reese Witherspoon said it was difficult physically to film. Wow! So, Sweet Home Alabama was a breeze. Mm -hmm. it's, this, so, so she's not Kristen her. Bell. No, she's different than Kristen Bell in several ways, and in other <laughs> ways, I'm How? not sure. Yeah, I mean, there are times. Wait, you're not even thinking of Kristen Bell. You're thinking of Kristen, other one, right? Kristen Bell was on Workaholics. Oh, who's Kristen? Uh, yeah, Kristen, Kristen Bell. No, you're thinking Kristen, Kristen Bell. Yes, Sarah I'm Sarah right. You're Marshall. wrong. You're a moron. Sarah you're a Marshall. you're a grade A moron i'm talking Kristen bell yes veronica mars oh the good place i'm thinking of julian bell jesus christ man jesus are they related get, get your shit together on oh, Uncle children Kristen bell spouse dak shepherd married 2013 children delta bell and <laughs> jillian bell good god all right that's enough that's enough about Kristen bell i can't believe we had this we had to have this discussion. You know, you're, you're gaslighted me into thinking I didn't know who Kristen Bell was. I don't think I know who Kristen Bell is. I, I definitely think that. <laughs> you need to do some soul searching, man. You need to watch. You need to first watch Legally Blonde and then Legally Blonde, Red, White, and Blonde. You need yeah. to watch all the Reese Witherspoon movies and then all the Kristen Bell movies. And then all the Jillian Bell movies. No, because that's how you're getting confused now. You know what I'm gonna do? Every day I'm gonna I'm gonna get a DVD of a Jillian Bell movie and a Kristen Bell movie. I'm gonna shuffle them up randomly in my hand. <laughs> you can, and, you and I'm just gonna every day watch another one, and I'll just test myself daily. Just say, is this Jillian or is this Kristen? Is this Jillian? <laughs> it's Kristen. And eventually, I'll figure it out. I'm sure. So you're gonna have to take a few days off from work to do this. Yeah, I'm gonna call him <laughs> call him sick, and Go. I'll explain exactly why I'm calling him sick, and they'll agree that I am. You know, well, they, you know, would they like it if you lied? 
you know? No, yeah. Um, would you Would you rather? Would you rather I lie to you? I mean, yeah. I mean, that's what I, you know. Yeah, I've I've tell called in sick before. You know. What am I, Shawn Michaels? Tell me lies. <laughs> no, no. Well, my movie. If you're done. Yeah. My movie stars Jason Biggs. Ooh. Freddie Prince Jr. Now that's a hunk. And he could only <laughs> play a hunk as far as I'm concerned. And funny you should bring that up. And Claire Forlani. You know Claire, Claire Forlani? No. She was in Meet Joe Black before he got hit by the car. Oh, may he rest in peace. <laughs> Meet Joe Black, the movie that owes all success to The Phantom Menace. Yeah, <laughs> she was in the Antitrust with Ryan Philippi. Hey, and Mystery that... Men. She was like the waitress or something. That's the movie that taught us the only art nowadays is business. Business, baby. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You know who Claire Forlani is? Nah, but brother, I don't know. Who that's 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 is. like that's like hot, like you know. Ask who the president is. Who's the president? I don't know. <laughs> I can tell you what the the greatest threat to the United States is. Is its own president. That's right. <laughs> I'm I'm almost hey. upset you don't know who Claire Forlani is, but that's fine. Hey, I'm Claire Forlani <laughs> over yeah. here. You wouldn't be disrespecting her if you knew how hot she was. So I know you're joking oh, here. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't okay. disrespect anybody. Hey, hey, hot. how hot she still is. How All right? hot. I learned from Just Go With It that, mm -hmm. you know, if you are in your 40s, you could still be hot. Who knew? Hey, you know, what a lecture from Adam Sandler and company. That is empowering. You can also have a twisted mind in your 40s because look at Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds, you could definitely have a twist. So, you could, man. What a limber mind. He must be doing yoga with his brain coming up with <laughs> yeah. that sick shit. <laughs> Most definitely. So here we go. This movie starring Jason Biggs and Freddie Prince Jr. is called Boys and Girls. Now, it stars... So now, uh, Freddie Prince Jr. and Jason Biggs are in college. All right, so this movie's like in, two, in cool. the 2000s. But yeah. get this. Jason Biggs, he's got, you know, bleach spiky hair, wears Hawaiian what? shirts, and is Wait, kind cool of horny and perverted. Yep, what? He's cool. That's not the Jason Biggs that I know. No, it's not. And Freddie Prince Jr., he's a nerd. He's a okay. nerd. Okay, he's a nerd. Right I, I kid you not. Right <laughs> That doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, I, it doesn't make sense. But you know what? It does make dollars because this movie, let me tell you how much it grossed. You want to hear how much it grossed? Hell yeah, my brother. <laughs> Give me the numbers. 25 million. Smackaroos. Mm -hmm. US dollars. Honey. <laughs> that's a no, lot of money. And that's a lot of cheddar. And on Monday, September 28th at 10.40 a.m., and on HBO Signature, you can find this movie playing. Hey, now that's not just smart business. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, all right. A little bit about this movie here. Uh, uh, let me see what else. So I found here. Well, you found it, actually. And I mentioned to you early that... Uh, Freddie Prince Jr. said that Harvey Weinstein had wanted them to put a sword fight and she's all that. 
And when they didn't get a chance to, he said, fine, put a sword fight in boys and girls. And they were just like, we can't do this. And those were the, and according to Freddie Prince, those were the crazy notes you'd get from the studio back in the day. I don't understand how Miramax directors didn't all go insane. The craziest thing Harvey Weinstein ever did. Sure. <clears throat> the film reception got 11% on Rotten Tomatoes. Hey, that's not bad, brother. <laughs> that's I got, I got 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And the film opened at number six in the North, Amer- North American box office when it made $7 million opening weekend. Think hey, that's more than Kwame movies. Brown made his rookie year. Think how many, yeah, what a loser. Think oh. how many, think how many movies would love to open at the sixth position. I know, right? Yeah. Uh, a lot of movies, I imagine. A ton of movies, I bet, you know. I didn't know six movies even came out at one time. <laughs> that was like in the 90s when the movies were so powerful. They just cranking were, them out, huh? Oh, they were cranking them out like Coca-Cola. Ooh, movies, I was sucking them down like Coca-Cola. <laughs> movies were, they were making themselves at that point. <laughs> they really were. In like 1990, you have Batman. You're like, oh, this is as crazy as a movie can ever be. And then in 1993, all of a sudden you had Jurassic Park. You think humans directed either of those? <laughs> That's a great point. That's AI. So, yeah, this movie, big role reversal. Freddie Prince Jr. is a nerd who doesn't know how to talk to women. But it's okay, because Jason Biggs knows how to talk to them. What? <laughs> Not really. He gets rejected a lot still. But he gets rejected a lot because he's very horny. Yeah. Oh, well, that's all you need. That's all you need. That's all you need. So I haven't seen this yet. I, 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 do, I saw the trailer. Uh, so Freddie Prince Jr. said... I set out a goal when I was making She's All That to do three movies for a specific generation that kind of spoke to them. I did She's All That, Down to You, and Boys and Girls. Now I've graduated from high school and college for a while. So he's done. Yeah. So now you can't... He's for, anybody, you need to say. for anybody in Hollywood right now, you can't cast uh, Freddie Prince Jr. in any uh, college roles anymore. He's done with it. It's okay? like... When Prince played at the uh, Super Bowl halftime and afterwards, he just threw his guitar in the air because it was like, I used up all the music out of this. That was Freddie Prince in college after this movie. <laughs> he threw what? The script in there? What? Yeah, well, it was a symbolic, but just it was you know, some, like, yeah. like, no, I played a geek. What other challenges do you have for me, Hollywood? Yeah. Man. So, the yeah. So, unemployment. So Jason Biggs made the film after his breakthrough. It was the first in a two-picture deal he had with Miramax. So he kind of so this is the time period where celebrities like had to do movies. Yeah. I don't mean like, oh, they 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 like agreed to do them, like, oh, you signed a contract to like uh Edward Norton was forced to do the Italian job uh as part of a picture deal, and he really hated it. He didn't show up to the premiere, like he despised it. He you know, and it was a deal i think back in the olden days people got kidnapped a lot by the studio if he didn't do it like keanu didn't do speed too so they really tried to like ruin his career after that yeah and they did sure uh haven't seen that guy in a while oh this is just a bum he's just ah, stop it but anyway so that's that's my movie man i i can't wait i mean i mean i can't wait to watch it on hbo at 10 a.m hbo go me neither man mm-hmm. uh, 
I can't wait for us to watch it together, just like we do all these movies. Yeah, we watch all these movies together, baby. There's something you know, else. Something else we do together. We love to answer questions. Yep, we do. From mm-hmm. the fans. I hate them. You hate them? Yeah. Oh, man, you know I do. Have I ever like? I'm back to liking them a little bit. They're okay. Uh, We'll see about that. We got some rude guys in here. We got a guy trying to make him a cuck, I guess. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Boy, there's a lot of dirty stuff. Boy, last time I saw so much dirty stuff in here, it was when I was looking at Donald freaking Trump's tax returns. Damn, that is pretty dirty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's start it off. Next question comes from Chidspin. Chid, congratulations. Uh, your episode with Weedus has come out. Uh, I haven't heard it yet because we're recording this on a Tuesday and your episode comes out Wednesday. But congratulations what? to rounding down on the Buzzcast family. Uh, the president didn't even have anything to do with this one. Yeah, what a surprise. The president is an empty figurehead. Meanwhile, Uncle freaking Howard is the one who set us all spinning. Okay. What would you have done if you were given the the reins as president? I mean, honestly, this was just given to me. Yeah. You know what I would have done? I would have given it. Given it to the people. Every single one of you out there. Shut the fuck up. That's enough. I regret asking. I would have said this power isn't mine and mine alone to bear, but I got this power because of you all, and you all get this power because of me. We're all one, and all are all are we. God bless us, everyone. So you wouldn't actually do anything. See, I signed I signed USA Talk to an exclusive deal. That was my first action. So you you basically told me you wouldn't do shit. Moving on, Chid's asking us, what's the grossest thing you've ever smelled? Poop. <laughs> Man, I mean, the grossest. What's grosser than poop? Nothing. No, you see, yeah, yeah. Other people's shit is is bad, and at the end of the day, that that will forever be. But there's this fart bomb spray called Liquid Ass. Uh, Oh yeah, it's it's shut down places. People have gone to like jail for like spraying it at like close quarters and shit. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) I I remember somebody. I, I bought it once. I didn't do anything bad with it. I mean, I would spray it outside, and, and would, and even then, it would clear some fucking space. Like it was bad. Dennis used it too. Uh, he would clear crowds if it. He could like part the Red Sea at like crowded bars with this damn thing. It was amazing. And liquid oh, ass is really bad. Uh, <laughs> I once uh, went to this fucking dumbass bar in Miami, and uh, Bobby sprayed a shit ton of it in the in the bathroom, which you think is kind of counterproductive, but like. They go in there and just they just picture the worst, and people would come out of there, their fucking noses in their shirt, and just like dying. And like it was great. Did it? Did it really smell like a uh, liquid ass? <laughs> it was bad, dude. Honest to God, it was one of the worst. Like I sprayed it outside, and it was so fucking bad. Like it is no joke. You know, I'm not like, I, look, I'm not the prankster guy. This is like you know years ago, but uh. I don't. I, I do sanction it. I do sanction liquid ass. I I think this is you know. I think it's funny stuff. 
All right, all you bedheads and pillow pals out there right now, we're taking up a collection. We're all going to buy a bunch of liquid ass and send it to sleeves. <laughs> now he's a bit of a prankster. I bet sleeves could really cause <laughs> he would. industrial size vat of liquid ass. God. I'll take some photo. I think I still have a bottle. I'll try to take a photo of it. <laughs> Just, you know, nothing to see here. Just a. Old, I might, old ham. I might put some on like it's a cologne. <laughs> yeah, you would regret that. You would. Well, you, know, you would you hate know, yourself. I've, Your handler I've, would put you up for I've adoption. Been hanging out with, well, you know, but I've been hanging out with my pals, Turpentine Joe, Swamp Slime Sally. What about Big Aiden? Big Aiden, the general, all the rest of no, them. The season one crew. <laughs> yeah, my season one pals, Bug, my business partner, Doctor Marvin Monroe. Doctor Marvin Monroe, bleeding gums. Yeah, Murphy. let's hear that. Let's hear a bleeding gums, a tasteful bleeding gums Murphy impression from our own Uncle Howard, huh? Come on, hey, don't the people want to hear? Don't the people want to hear a bleeding gums Murphy impression by Uncle Howard? Oh, he can't deny the people. Let's go, Uncle Howard. 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 Oh, no, stop, stop. Just that was enough. All right, here's a question. <laughs> Why would you? I was hoping you wouldn't say anything. I didn't say anything. I made it just a noise. You just I made it perfect. You just, okay. Go ahead. This is a question from Plo Koon. You know Master Plo Koon? Mm -hmm. I know Plo Koon. Yeah. yeah. Clone Wars. Mm -hmm. Great guy. He's gross. Uh, he says, on my home planet, there's a prophecy that a human man with a very white butt will someday have sex for the seventh time. Do you think this prophecy will ever come true? I can survive in the vacuum of space. He can survive. He has that breathing apparatus. That's yeah, canon true. from the Clone Wars. He did go outside once. I mean, okay. out, uh, out in space. Uh, but no, Plo Koon, uh, well, I know you're not talking about me because I got a normal butt that matches my back completely and my arms. And you know, everything. we should normalize pale butts. There's nothing nah, no, they're, they're weird. No, they're weird. They're dumb. You should be ashamed if you have one because you're just a stupid loser and that's all you'll ever be. Hey, I, I wouldn't say that. All right, well. I might agree, but I well, wouldn't. Yeah, well, whatever. I don't care because that doesn't affect me at all. Yeah. It's not an issue. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Next question. But... Sorry, I interrupted you. No, I just said I can't wait to see a picture of your big brown well, butt. Well, yeah, yeah, well, it's, it's a normal butt. Nothing to see here, really. Boring, yeah. really. Mm, I love to be bored. I hope yeah. so. well, this, this will bore you. So, anyways, uh, Teach is asking us, what uh, makes you think you can tell me what to do? That's my question. I agree with him here. I am on Teach's side. What makes you think you can say, please don't say anything gross, Teach? You know what, Sleeves? <clears throat> sleeves i guess there's just one thing that makes me think peach <laughs> oh are they different Keep season one on. uncle howard there we go you know what teach sleeves i say teach a sleeves to fish he'll eat fish for a lifetime uh you either live long enough uh, you either die of sleeves or live long enough to see yourself become the teach 
You know, I think I can tell him what to do because of the U.S. Constitution. Shut the fuck. Well, he's kneeling in his photo, so that tells him what he thinks about it. He's kneeling for the flag. Mm-hmm. That's what he's doing. And he's having a cold one, too. I still can't get over how badass that is. Slaves, I mean, sorry. Now you got me saying it. Teaches us chill as fuck, man. Teaches, oh, God. What, what is this I just see on my feed here? Oh, my God. One, you're tweeting while we're doing our show, by the way. Thanks for that. You're well, tweeting the I most disgusting that. thing. No, oh. it's not disgusting. It's beautiful. Oh, my what, God. What, what about that would be allowed in a rated G movie? Manly Badoof, I, I agree. He needs to delete this. Oh, my God. Why would you post that? Oh, my God. You're giving teach shit, and you post some fucking Lois Griffin fucking... Both that is shit, man. Oh my god. Yeah, those are some damn good looking feet, man. And Manly Badoof is saying, can you guys delete this? So he thinks I might be behind this, which is even worse. You sure might be. Fuck you. You might be behind it, but trust me, I'm in front of it, Manly Badoof. <laughs> uh let me let me get a brewski. Uh you can continue talking. I don't I don't want to edit anything this week. Yeah, no one ever wants to edit anything. That's why I'm going to take a rare opportunity to tell everybody out there in Radio Land to buy Rick and Morty Presents Bird Person, the only comic book written and directed and produced by Alex Ferrer. Ferrer, Ferrer, Firer, Ferrer. Is he asking a question? No, I was just uh, doing a quick uh, plug for our friend Alex's comic book, Rick and Morty Presents Bird Person, out on Oni Press. Sure. Should make him pay for it. Well, he's paying for it in one way or another because he has to deal with us. Yeah, I guess that is very true, my man. Um, You know, I was listening to a song today. Uh, It goes, stroke me, stroke me. Stroke. You could do a song about telling people to jack you off in the 80s. Isn't that wild? Yeah, no one There's a song called Stroke Me. It's one of the worst things about modern society. Why do you think we're falling apart? We, gotta, we stopped jacking? We stopped jacking. Oh, boy. That's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> that is a problem there. Hey, here's a question from uh, Big Nate. Notorious 10. Which unk wins in an arm wrestle? Well, you're tanner than me, so you're stronger. <laughs> That's what I love about tanning. When I was super tan in peak July, yeah. I was like, hey, you know what? I have gained weight, but uh not as much mess. as you might not as much as you think. I'm just tan. So uh but no, you would beat me. I mean, I I don't even like joking about shit like this. You would beat I, me pretty easily. I don't even like arm wrestling. I don't even yeah. I don't even like to do it at all. It's kind of stupid, though, right? Yeah. Hey, what am I? Damn, damn Sylvester Stallone and over the top. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, me neither, but that's arm wrestling. Yeah, they love that movie. That community. Uh, the arm and, wrestling community. Yeah, the arm wrestling. The arm wrestling community. <laughs> you do it so good. Here's a- <laughs> Is that something else our fans have to look up? AJ Styles? <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about that one fans here's a question <laughs> from shania voice she says do you consider sit and spin one of the sexual positions no we uh sit and we, spin we know what the the six basic sexual positions mm-hmm. are. front Normal, 
Normal. Yeah. Front slash normal. Front and normal. They're different. Okay. POV BJ. POV BJ. That's a great position. Uh, reverse. Reverse. Uh, uh, what else? Uh, there's uh, uh, hand job. Uh, hand job and hard cam. Hard cam. <laughs> and uh, JOI. Yeah, yeah, that's right. JOI. There are JOI is good. JOI is good. So there's a yeah, few I mean, more. What do you need, people? So, and they're the next and regular should be enough. Normal in front should be enough to say. Yeah. Uh, why, why try to reinvent the wheel? You might end up with a square wheel. Yeah. A square wheel and a square peg. <laughs> All right. The next question, actually, they asked two questions. They might, might as well. It's, it's fine, right? Yeah, I guess. If you had to have a different uncle slash nephew co-host, who would it be? And I saw this question beforehand. And I thought, we shouldn't skip this and be like, oh, I wouldn't want anybody else but you. Yeah. Know. Do you want to answer this real? You want to say, you want to say who else you do a podcast with? Anyone could see in oh, anyone boy. else but you. Do, 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 do. I'd pick Ellen Page as my nephew. So you would pick Ellen Page. Oh. Yeah. I was going to have, I have a very similar answer to you. I was going to pick Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> you know what? She's working on herself every single day. You know, she said, and I quote, uh, I'm a pretty good actor, but uh, I can't act. I'm not that good. Uh, yeah. What you see is what you get. You know, this is the real me. What you've seen on TV these last 17, 18 years is no lie. She has to be a good actor because she has always acted like a, a TV show host. Yeah, that's obviously a bad excuse. Hey, I'm, like, I'm obviously a pretty good actor because I can hey. come out and say, hey, we got a great show for you, everybody. Giada De Laurentiis is here. And later on, Sting. She won't stop. That's fantastic acting. She won't stop dancing because something went wrong with her dog adoption. She's mm -hmm. like, she was dancing during the show. Using the usual like, intro. No, 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 no. Yeah, she, and she went like, you know what? She's like, no, Cut the I music. can't do it. She, she, she did a wrestling shoot promo of like, you know what? And I do this show. I wear hustle loyalty and respect on my sleeve. I come out here every single day busting my ass for you people. She's like, and I'm not saying this is Ellen. I'm saying this is Ellen DeGeneres. Uh, but no, she'd be my coach. She'd be fantastic, dude. I mean. Yeah, she's great, man. I mean, a treasure. She's mm -hmm. so kind. She's so kind that she's friends with a war criminal, George W. Bush. You you want to know an in, uh, an industry secret? I know. Yeah. This is real stuff, people. This is real stuff. I won't say. I won't say yeah. who gave it to me. I won't say who gave it. That. Do I have an insider? You know, like the informer from WWF magazine. Sure, you that's do. Even, that's more inside baseball than anything else. Uh, so apparently, whenever Ellen would get into a fight with Portia. Um, she would have on a, uh, like a belly dancer or like a pole dancer to give it, you know, on, on the show. So there'll be sometimes months without like a dance instructor on the show. And then there'll be like a week of, Hey, it's the same dance instructor over and over and over to make Portia jealous. Do you remember when, was it, uh, was Anne Hesh still married to Ellen when she like, Ellen when never got married legally. Well, whatever. But they were together when she they were together. Fugue state. They went to they went to the woods, and somebody's like just found her in her front yard. 
Remember she that? She was looking for aliens and shit. Yeah, she lost her mind. Was it because Ellen destroyed her brain? Or is it because aliens were fucking with Anne Hesh? I mean, both are pretty po- are equally possible in my book. Uh, they went to the Austin Powers premiere of The Spy Who Shagged Me, and Anne Hesh was the only one smoking a cigarette. That's cool. She was and- smoking. Anne Hesh was married to a guy for a while named Coley Lafoon. Hmm. A laffoon is like a buffoon that makes you laugh. <laughs> well, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's cute. Uh, cute. Nice for Dr. 5G to say, just making sure Peter Griffin sees this. Oh, what's he a doctor of? Oh, I'm not going to say. Well, Anna Hesh has a really cool story. Uh, she drove from Los Angeles to Cantua Creek outside of Fresno, Dano, California, and parked her Toyota SUV along a dusty roadside. Where in only a bronze short, she walked one and a half miles through the desert and knocked on the door of a stranger's ranch house. When the home's occupant, Araceli Campiz, opened the door, she immediately recognized Hesh from the film Six Days, Seven Nights. Campiz recalls, <laughs> I was thinking, starting Harrison Ford. I was thinking, oh my God, we're in the middle of nowhere. And she walks in. Campiz said that Hesh gulped down glass upon glass of water and then took off her Nikes and said she needed to take a shower. At which point, Campese obliged, offering Hesh a towel. As far as Campese could tell, Hesh was not drunk, drugged, or ill. However, Hesh later admitted she had taken ecstasy. Wow. She got settled down in the living room, requested a pair of slippers, and suggested that Campese do the same. She wanted to watch a movie, but her VCR was broken. Campese oh, man, grew- that's tragic. What a bomb. Campese grew uneasy when Hesh had showed so no sign of leaving calling neither friends nor a garage after half an hour had passed she said i didn't know what to do so i called the sheriff's department never call the pigs yeah that's whack and hesh uh told them she was god when the cops came that's what you should always do if the cops mm-hmm. come just tell me you're god because they're pretty dumb you can probably yeah they are pretty dumb yeah she said she was god she's gonna take everyone back to heaven in a spaceship so they called an ambulance and said it shot her 17 times. Hmm. Um, and then she also said uh, that she was the daughter of God named Celestia. Well, why would she lie? I mean, it makes sense to me. Who else is the daughter of God? Not me. I can't claim to do to, to be such a person. I would never say such a thing. So if she would, then enough for me brother what crime did she commit again like i I didn't hear any crime yeah taking a shower crime of wanting wanting to to watch a movie random lady in fresno yeah who hasn't wanted to do that man come on now all right oh all right well anyways that's mad and pissed off yeah that's sad so uh shampooler's asking us do you think scott adams drinks his own piss I Sorry, mean, you interrupted me. Shampoodler's asking if Scott Adams drinks his own piss. Scott Adams being the creator of Dilbert. There's no way. <laughs> Why is that? Because drinking your own piss makes you powerful. Look at all these UFC guys. He is very weak. Yeah, he's a real peewee, man. There's he's no such a peewee. He does videos and shit on Twitter, and he's just like the biggest hey, cuck. Listen he's, up, he's, he's like, the tolerant left isn't as tolerant as they want you to think. Hey, why don't you, you do something about 
It's all his video. He does them from his kitchen. It, they're so bad. I they're would, so- I, I, the, there's only one person in the world that I could beat up worse than Scott Adams. That's that piece of garbage, Alex Worldwide Killer. Oh, shut up. You're going to get your ass kicked by that man. It's going to be... Man? I, I'd call him a boy. Okay. Well, I, I you know what? Fuck, I, I still haven't gotten around to Board to Life. I finished Virtual Pros and USA Talk. And now I got to do board to life. Yeah, something interesting about virtual pros. Uncle freaking Howard might just be invading. Oh, when, when's the episode coming out? I don't know. Uh, you recorded already? No, I haven't recorded it yet. Oh, well, man. Yeah. See, I did it with Al. I guess I guess he only shows up for the, the big guest. Uh, but hey, you know. It's intimidated by alphas. <laughs> I hope, I mean... Mike's terrific to work with, and so is Al. And I hope you have a great time. Uh, let me tell you, I I was nervous to do virtual pros or any podcast because it's come on. But that was the only time I was like, you know what? I really want to do well on the podcast and not look like an idiot. Yeah, because I was like their first guest in a while, and I didn't want to fuck that up. Well, I don't know if you've seen, but Mike already posted the upcoming video, uh, the matches that we're going to be watching. And oh, what, yeah? What are they? There's going to be some incredible stuff, my man. Um, so let's so subscribe to Virtual Pros if you like pro wrestling. Yeah. Because they, and, they are really the only decent wrestling podcast out there. And I will, you'll have to find out what matches we picked when you're listening to the show. That's fantastic, man. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad. This is like your biggest appearance. Mr. Fantastic. I don't know. I was on Bobby Horror plenty of times. You were on Bobby Horror. Yeah, you've been on some on some shows. Don't get me wrong, but I feel like you know, not, you know, you've done I, Doom Boys. You've done some shows. Uh, Virtual Pros is up there, though. Yeah, it's up there. But I wish and, I could sign them. Yeah, oh man, if only. You know, they're a tough commodity. I can't. You know, they got their own mini empire. Rounding Down already booked me for my third appearance on their show. Oh, really? Yeah. Hey, I'm. I'm you a love get. doing Rounding Down. I'm a get at this point. You love doing Rounding Down. I man. love to be on Rounding Down. A couple of Philadelphia guys like that, man. Come on. Well, one of them is a Boston guy. I didn't even know this. They're like, both Philly guys, as far as I'm concerned. Well, one of them goes in my mentions and just all uh, of a sudden right in his mouth like a yeah yeah well i don't want to talk because i don't know the result of the game and every time and the heat lost the last game so i want you to shut the fuck up and quit your reverse jinxes you know what i'm gonna reverse jinx back at him that's a triple okay well all right you're not you're not shutter island you can't be doing triple of anything all right appointed federal marshal That's good. All right. Dr. 5G is asking us, when was the last time Uncle Howard set a seemingly impossible goal for himself and achieved it? Then he posts his photo of an exoskeleton, specifically robot legs. Man, you know what? Every single day, because I'm always breaking barriers. Uh, But in another regard, probably never. (laughs) As most you know people what? know, I do have robot legs. I called you when it happened. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. And I was so proud, my brother. It was a I live stream. It, right for you. it was a live stream. And uh, yeah, it was a big deal. Everybody was there. Virtual pros were there. Uh, you know who else was there? Sleeves. Oh, the man. 
Ilium 55, Teeny Birds. It was like a gala. That was a crew, for sure, It was like a gala. It was like black tie. I think Eli, Eli was there. Not Hodap. Not a nerd. No, Eli Nasir. Yeah. Uh, Who else was there? I'm trying to think now. Uh, I forgot this guy's name, but he had me call Blimpies. Or it could have been anybody. I don't even know. Oh, that's uh, his favorite restaurant. Lots of favorite blimpies. Ah <laughs> oh, man, so, it was fun. It was fun. I'm glad. I don't want to play Battlefront ever again in my life. So. Really? What about? No, nah, I like it. Did you keep talking about Battlefront Three? There's no confirmation. They're just saying EA is going to produce more shit. I got a good feeling about it. Great. Okay. Thanks. Thanks, Solo. Hey, here's an interesting fact. There was a video game in 1996 called Nine, The Last Resort, which was produced by Robert De Niro and included voice actors like Cher, James Belushi, Christopher Reeve, Steven Tyler, Joe Perry, both of Aerosmith, and Anne Hesch. Ah, a video game? Yeah, but a game with Aerosmith. Insane. They already well, they did produce a video game in their music video crazy. Yeah, well, and also there was the video game of Eat the Rich, which was a shooting game. But this is a uh you know adventure game. You know, it was the scariest game I played in the 90s. It was really scary. Hmm. Maniac Mansion. You ever play Maniac yeah, Mansion? Uh, that very was scary. scary stuff. Very scary stuff. That was I, I didn't I mean I liked it. It was that's as spooky as I like to get. Maniac Mansion. I thought- I thought Paperboy was a pretty scary game. A little bit, just, right? They got a lady running after you. Paper with all those crazy stuff going on, man. Yo, but, man. Yeah, that that was scary. You're right, man. Nobody talks about that. Yeah, there's death itself out on the streets. <laughs> yeah, there's some shit. There's glass being moved. That could cut yeah. you up pretty bad. Yeah, there's breakdancers. Dude, I never thought about that, but like, I remember watching my sister play and being like, oh, that's scary. <laughs> like, yeah. I remember thinking that. And Maniac Mansion, like, legitimately was just like, oh, this is a haunted house, dude. Fuck this. Like, yeah, man. No. Nah, games would, used to be I, better, dude. I, I'd get the hell out of there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what? No orgies worth this. Yo, man, maybe some, but not many. Maybe some, yeah. <laughs> maybe some. Oh, man. Orgies, huh? Nothing like yeah. it. Oh, man, if I could only tell you all the times I've had an orgy, but let's not get into that now. <laughs> yeah, same here. If only, if only but I can't. Uh, yeah. Next question is from Henry. Hank. He's asking, what? Hank. Hank. Sorry. Next That's question is from Hanky. Henry. <laughs> Henry. What? Hank is a nickname for Henry. Is what? it? Yeah, why? Is it like Peggy for like Margaret makes no sense either? Yeah, yeah, same thing. Or Dick for Richard, really. So wait, so Hank is Henry. So Hank and Peggy Hill are Henry Henry and Margaret? Pegret Hill. Okay. Well, you can't do that until after marriage, according to Sleeves. Yeah, that's true. So... Henry's asking, if you made Uncle to Uncle stickers that were like the Calvin stickers, what would each of you be pissing on? Oh, man. Didn't we have this question already at some point? I, I feel and, like we might have. And somebody said a urinal? I think oh, we had Mike on the show. Man. Yeah. Yeah, because of the ankle pissing. 
Because of the ankle pissers. Yes, we're talking about ankle pissers. Uh, you know, Calvin is an empowered uh, ankle pisser. You could almost say he was leading. He was the RBG of ankle yeah. pissers, baby. Victoria ankle P. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So ankle pissing C, APC, you know, is what I like to call Calvin. And what yeah. would he be pissing on? Well, first off, Bravo to Calvin. God, I don't, not some, you want to put some political causes there? (laughs) Yeah. Some human rights violations. Society says we can't just piss with our pants all the way down. (laughs) You know, uh, I would have him pissing on the constitution. Damn. That's cool. I'd have him pissing on a little sticker of himself pissing in a urinal because I'm saying, don't worry about the urinal. You, you mindless sheep who pee where you're supposed to. <laughs> Wait, he's pissing on himself, pissing on a urinal? Yeah. But he's getting pissed on himself. What? No. Well, he's pissing on a representation of himself. Of himself? Pissing you know, in a urinal? But he's still, he's still giving it to the establishment by having his pants down to the floor. Well, yeah, because he's saying, uh, but he's not pissing in a urinal. He's pissing on a man pissing in a urinal. No, but then he shouldn't be pissing on himself then. That man, it shouldn't be a Calvin. It should be a straight-laced guy. Somebody's got to piss on themselves, Franklin. Oh, God. Well, yeah, I I guess so. I guess it's the Uncle Howard philosophy, huh? Lord knows I do it a lot. You know what's my favorite part of urinals? Yeah, alls, because it's about unity. (laughs) <laughs> kind of nonsense is that man that's like the sea of post when she uh when she posted virus and she erased the fire and she just put us she just like, <laughs> like what about solve the no 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 it's about us like what Hey, stop trying to put the virus first. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite part about urinals, Uncle Howard, is the complimentary ice for when your drink gets warm. Hey, I love an iced down beer. Man, you know, your drink gets a little, you know, starts getting a little warm, Ski. You go to the urinal, got a couple of those complimentary cubes, and uh, your drink's as good as new. Or keep... Yeah, yeah, that's. Ah, I love it. You know, sometimes I just go there just for the extra, the extra cubes. Yeah, I love a cube, a hot cube in particular. Oh boy, that's some, that's uh, that's a Jack AM myth, huh? Yeah, well, yeah, the hot everything, ice cubes. Everything. And now we're boiling. Now we're boiling water and making clear ice. I don't. I don't know. This guy, he's trying to fuck with ice too much. Yeah. 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 All right, is that all the questions? Did I miss one? I think that's probably about all the questions. That's about all of them, man. Wow, we really knocked this out, huh? Yeah, tight hour and change. Tight hour and change. Uh, a tight time hanging with my favorite uncle. You know? You're my favorite uncle. My little uncle. Yeah, I'm the little uncle. You're the big uncle, huh? Yeah. Well, you know what? Mm. I'm thinking... You did so. I I mentioned this when you got those robot legs. You've done so good. Yeah. It might be time to demote you back to nephew and see if you can attain second uncle. <laughs> I don't even know how any of that works. And I, they just started calling me Uncle Franklin. You know. You know who was the first to do that? Virtual Pros. 
Oh, okay. People are calling you Uncle Franklin now. They well, call me Uncle Franklin. I never, I, I never heard that until I went on Virtual Pros, and I, and I, and I yeah. kind of like it. Yeah, you like the authority. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's just, I think it's empowering for people to see that an uncle could still be five foot eight. Yeah, well, that's true. A lot of uncles are. Um, Uncle, Uncle Ben from Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. That's right. They should do another movie and include him. I, I mean, I'm, I was confused. Hey, Uncle Ben and Uncle Owen both died. What's with all this? Uncles just, you know, they're just used as sympathy deaths. Yeah, I don't, I don't like. You know, they talk about how representation matters in Hollywood. Well, <laughs> then how about it. some uncle representation here? Yeah, I want to see a movie where an uncle's the hero. <laughs> yeah, you know, the uh... not without my nephew. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Where is the representation for uncles in Hollywood? Yeah, well, I think we've all left our listeners with a good sound off to listen to and think mm-hmm. about. Um, yeah, I agree. I think they got a lot to think about. Uh, Franklin, do we want to do any plugs or do we just want to say that we apologize, but it happened? <laughs> I got something to plug right here. All right. Uh, uh, Guns N' Roses November Rain, man. That's a fucking plug. Yeah. Hey, check it out. Uh, Yo, she gave up a short ass wedding dress. That is baller. Well, she was a. This is a rock and roll wedding. That's my plug, man. Fucking yeah, November I'll... Rain. If you're curious about seeing the uh, November Rain video, first I'd suggest you sign up at patreon.com slash uncle to uncle. Then after you've done that and you take in all the great content that's there, go ahead and go to YouTube and check out the November Rain video. You don't have to go to the Patreon to find November Rain. No, I know. It's different. <laughs> Man, Slash is smoking while singing this. He just sucks me yeah. down. But, 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 uh, he looks like uh, Axel. Looks like fucking Bobby Budnick. Yeah, because he has a beautiful redhead. <laughs> sure, why not? Uh, you think Bobby Budnick's on Twitter? Can I check before we end the show? Yeah, Danny Cooksey. <laughs> Danny Cooksey on Twitter. <laughs> a fight it has been. Oh, oh, he, he, oh boy! I, I just saw just an empowering man. letter he wrote. Uh, it was too serious. I don't want to talk about what I saw. All right. Uh, no way, but let me see. It says he's on Twitter with 2,000 followers, but he's followed by Michael Ray Bauer, uh, TV's Donculus, but he doesn't have a blue check mark. Now, I know Michael Ray Bauer. Oh, shit. Michael Ray Bauer doesn't have a blue. Salute Your Shortscast does not have blue check marks, apparently. What about Sponge? Sponge. Uh, what was his name again? What was his government name? I don't know. It was like. It was like, uh, no, that was Minkus. Uh, I was gonna say Lee Norris. Oh, I hated that damn Minkus. Well, see, Minkus is on. <laughs> Lee Norris. Okay, let me check. This is what people are gonna listen to in the last few minutes. Well, we're Minkus... wrap up our show. Let's see what Sponge is doing. Well, okay, okay. Well, hold on. Lee Norris. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Twitter. Let's see. Is he on Twitter? Lee M. Norris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he played Minkus and he played Mouth on One Tree Hill. What magnificent range. Uh, I don't think so because he only has 20 followers and he just 
he posted it April 30th, 2012. Great to be here. Love all my fans. And that was the last tweet. I retweeted it. Um, so <laughs> I, if, if this is the same sponge, uh, he is not only on Twitter, but he's basically a complete proud boy type. No. So I, his name is Eric Eister. When I Google Eric Eister, uh, the first result is Sponge Harris at Twitter, which seems mm-hmm. like to be the guy. And then um, when you look at him, his bio says some crazy, you know, NRA outdoorsman oath keeper stuff. I know, I know he got wild. I know he wilded. He got he got a little wild. I remember somebody told me about that. Somebody, his, uh, yeah. His pinch- Sorry, me too. I don't blindly believe survivors. I believe evidence, not gender. Oh, Confirm Kavanaugh. He's got he's got a fucking uh, Fila do rag on in his uh. Yeah. Uh what yeah, a, Jesus Christ! What, what a fucking door. I think I think it is him. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's got a hashtag him too. God. Uh, I know he was fucking wild at some point. I, I remember well, hearing like. Back, fuck back on it. Yeah, fuck Sponge, dude. Fuck Sponge. So we learned something today, didn't we? We Sponge did. is we a cuck. Yeah. He deserved an awful waffle for being a cuck. Yeah. yeah, get it the fuck out of my face, Sponge. Man. Imagine getting, you know, 40-year-old Sponge in an awful waffle in, in the year 2020. God, That's poetic great... justice. Yes, it is, my brother. So we're going to get a tennis racket and some syrup. Yeah, and we're going to give him a spanking. (laughs) What up, 40-year-old Twitter? This has been Uncle to Uncle. Hell of a show. We got the country all sewn up. Is that? No, man. I don't know the reference. All right. uh... The country was falling apart. Betsy Ross got it all sewn up. And then there's Franklin. (laughs) Yeah, sure.